0: Andrew, Brian, how are you guys doing today?
1: Wonderful, Connor. How about you?
0: I'm doing fine. I, I, uh, I've I been neglecting to bring this up. I, I should have brought this up a couple weeks ago because we watched it a couple of weeks ago. But are either of you familiar with a movie called The Men Who Stare at Goats? Yes. Yes. Have you seen it? Absolutely, I have Andrew.
2: I
1: have not seen it. I mean, I vaguely remember something about it.
0: It's a novel. It's based on a novel, which yes. I I need to get my hands on because it was a very funny movie. But the fact of the matter is that like we found it randomly one night. We just wanted to you know t- you know, watch a movie versus just watch a show, right? And I was telling Eva about this, like, oh yeah, I saw this years ago. You know, it was uh it was pretty funny. But like I'd watch it again because she had never seen it. And holy cow, I forgot how many Star Wars references were in this movie. It's so freaking funny. There's and plenty. like, Ewan
1: McGregor is in it, correct? Oh yes.
0: Yes. So Ewan McGregor stars opposite uh, George Clooney, and they're on this uh, journey through the desert. And essentially, uh, Ewan McGregor discovers that George Clooney's character was a like a, a psyops soldier. Essentially, he was you know he, he used mind tricks, if you will. And at one point, George Clooney literally calls himself a Jedi. And so much, he says, you have to be a Jedi, too. And Ewan McGregor the entire time is like, what's a Jedi? And
2: the, it's hilarious. He plays it off super well.
0: He plays it off super well, even though he's fresh off of, you know, a hit single, 2005, Revenge of the Sith. You know, like, he's just like, <laughs> it's just it's just so funny. And, like, through the whole thing, it was like, you have to discover your Jedi power, too. Like, we're cracking up when we, when we shouldn't be, because it's like, he's become such a meme now. It's, you know? Yeah, so
1: it's basically like, Th- an entire movie dedicated to like posting Star Wars <laughs> yes. is basically what you're saying. But with George Clooney. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> George Clooney stopping. Yeah, and, and like George Clooney is that Obi Wan to his Anakin, it? if you will. Uh, we had. Um, Why uh, am I drawing a blank? The on dude it? was in it. Big Lebowski. Yes. Uh, Jeff Bridges. You uh, also had uh, Kevin Spacey. I'm trying to think if there's anybody. Oh, yes. Nick Offerman was in it. Like. It was before Very young Parks Nick and Rec. Yeah. yeah, Nick Offerman. Did you know he was in um, Sin City too? Yes, you did. I did. He played one of the henchmen. It was one of those things where you went back and watched yeah. it. And like, Only
2: because I rewatched it recently. Well, Whoa! That's yeah. He's Mister Slub or whatever his That's, name is. We uh, I hadn't seen the movie Accepted in a long time. We watched that the other day. Is that on? I just put that on my list. So I forgot that. The, Ask uh, me about my wiener. Do you know who <laughs> plays his dad in that movie? No. It's Gary Gergich. <gasps> no way! Yeah.
0: Oh my god. great. Anywho. Anyways, yeah, I guess uh, there's no better way to say it than Uta poota," everybody! Hello and welcome to Greeter Shut First. My name is Connor. I'm Andrew. And we are here to talk Star Wars. All oh, things Star Wars and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And as always, we're joined by producer Brian. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah? We're talking movies. Talking goats, great things. anything related to Star Wars. I figured that kind of counts. Yes, yeah. yes, it's you know.
1: the diaspora of Star Wars. If
0: Nick Offerman had to be in Star Wars, what kind of role would he play? Like, does can anyone just Ugnot? Ug- He'd <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be right there with Nick Nolte, right? Just like, yes. oh yes. my
1: god, I could. He would be a Jedi agnat though. <laughs> like, but like a wizened wise. old, like you know, Obi Wan Yoda. <laughs> Like and Obi-Wan he, from New Hope, obviously. But he
0: still has the mustache, right? Yes. Oh, it, for it's sure. an not mustache, yeah. for sure. But it's like it's very noticeable that it's Nick Offerman. Yes. I love it. Uh, well, to get into what we want to talk about today, uh, our big topic of today, uh, we actually went and watched the t- uh, the breakout 2003 TV series, Star Wars, Clone Wars. The, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, the Gendi or is it Genndy? Gendi Gendy Tartakovsky. Uh, yes. he was. Uh, he was uh, most notably uh, the uh, the the brainchild behind like Samurai Jack uh, mm-hmm. and m- many other uh, like animated shorts. Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, that's right. Oh my God, he he is a Cartoon Network alum. So yes. I have guess a, that have makes Have either of you watched Primal? I have not, oh, but yeah, that that's is intense. that's his that's his most recent one. Yeah. It's yeah. it's more of a TVMA situation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah for it sure. is.
1: It's an Adult Swim exclusive. Ooh. Apparently, it's the first time that. Like within Cartoon Network's actual in-house studio, Cartoon Mm -hmm. Network studios, conveniently enough, that they've made a show explicitly for Adult Swim. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, hell, I mean, I mean, that's that's how that's how it goes, right? And Adult Swim's become its own thing at at this point, anyway. Yeah, exactly.
1: But it was funny. I was reading an art, or like I was reading up on him a little bit, and like one of the trivia pieces was like, this started Primal Mm -hmm. started as a kids oriented show (laughs) and then like disney released the movie the good dinosaur (gasps) which was basically a lot of the same plot beats that he wanted to utilize and he's like all right i'm gonna do something totally different now (laughs) just
0: beast which is like beast versus man (laughs) bloody confrontations legendary heel turn oh my god well, yeah, it is on my list. I know I want to. I, I want to get onto it, but um, yeah, we're we're gonna be talking about his take on Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Yes. Um, it's not actually no. It's not the Clone Wars. It's just Star Wars, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Wars. And uh, we're we're breaking this up because it it actually is two volumes. Yes. Uh, so today we're only going to be reviewing volume I w- one.
1: I was very interested to learn, according to Wikipedia, mm. that. The first volume is actually the first two seasons, and then the second volume is its is own. the third season.
0: Yes, so I was actually I was wondering about that. So even to that end, uh, to kind of give some uh, more trivia right up top before we go into it, but I found out that like it's actually the the the, the process behind making these shorts because that's what they are. There there are like three to five minute shorts based mm-hmm. on which section you're watching now if you're watching this on disney plus it's all it's all constructed into an hour into one yes so but uh but when it was originally released it was like every week they would release a little snippet or something like that it was actually intended to be a commercial and it was a commercial to sell you know toys for attack the clones yeah and i know
1: when they actually did release it there were like some special editions that had like new toys available with them exactly uh different characters that hadn't otherwise been turned into like Hasbro action figures or whatever.
0: And then, I mean it, they they also were starting to introduce more characters to yes. you know the the grander audience and everything like that. Also
1: so this is actually an uh, an Emmy award winning show for oh, best really? animated
0: yeah, I won't, I mean, I I, I I, won't say that I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Because, like I said, it, it, with, with Samurai Jack and Dexter's Lab, for that matter, I mean, that that's just gold.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly a guy on on at the peak of his powers. Yes, for sure. Uh, but it was also one of the very first web-based shows. Yes. Because the episodes would premiere on uh, Cartoon Network and online, like, on the same day. Yes. And it was, like... Very cutting
0: edge for... Oh, for the time? ...2003. It was not YouTube. Yeah. You could,
2: it was a pioneer. It was very...
0: Well, I, I think I also brought this up, too, when we first talked about this, that I bought both seasons, like both volumes, on iTunes, mm-hmm. because I could. Like, it was one of those things where like, I think, like, each three-minute snippet was, like, 99 cents. It was... You were basically buying a song or whatever, you know? Yeah. And this was also all the rage, because you could buy music videos and stuff like that, and that was what the iPod was at that time. But... You know, it is amazing to think of where it was then versus where we are now. And I still have these on DVD, but I, you know, I think it's more impressive to see them all collective as one. Actually, there is—it's amazing to see that they were able to get some sort of cohesive, like, narrative out of it, mm-hmm. given that it's all like you yes. know snippets. Yes,
2: for sure.
1: So. Yeah. No, we'll, and we'll get into that. I mean, honestly, I was struck by how much. I mean, obviously like this is considered a non canon source yes. and and all now. Um but yeah. I was impressed by how much like the the Clone Wars, the Dave Filoni Clone Wars, kinda does kinda sample from the different little snippets that we get here. You right. know, there's multiple plot lines like Moncala, like the The Moncala stuff. Well yeah. we'll,
0: we'll we'll get L- into it. Yeah, yeah,
1: Like Luminara and Barris, like <laughs> Originate I'll, here, Asajj, et cetera.
0: there, and that—that that goes into what I was saying, saying before. That it's just there's just so much that we need to talk about. I don't know, <laughs> but
1: right. I think you had some news
0: bits for us. First. Oh, I, right off the bat, um, I wanted to bring up that they—they finally announced that Star Wars Celebration is coming back. Um, obviously, since I think the last time we even had something close to it was the release of Rise of Skywalker, yeah, 2019. It was, yeah,
1: 2019, there was a celebration.
0: What a celebration. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we even covered it, maybe a couple days yeah, or something I think, like that. Yeah, I think we did. Um, but to that end, uh, they have finally announced that uh, the dates are changing for Star Wars Anaheim, and it is moved fr- it is being moved up from August 18th to the 21st, 2022, to May 26th to the 29th, 2022. So, so you know, it's,
1: it's kind of back to the normal schedule. I think so. Because normally they do it in May. That, that's st- always the Star May Wars May is Star month. Wars month, yeah. yes. Try to tie it in around the time that the you know that the original films were released. Mm. Guess this will be what forty five years. It's crazy since a new hope or well Star Wars. Is there any sort the of motion like, picture?
0: Is there any sort of idiom for you know celebrating forty five years of something? I don't know. You know, I mean, there's
2: the, there's a centennial, but that's like hundreds of years. <laughs> that's a hundred so. years. Yeah, which which anniversary is that? hundred? Well, I don't know. So the floor. like the, like it's not the diamond anniversary. No, that's fifty. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. Seems like the canvas for the canvas <laughs> anniversary. <year. laughs> oh, well, all the same.
1: It is mm. the sapphire anniversary. The
0: sapphire. Wow. Ooh. So that means that we're going to be seeing, if I had to guess, a lot of red stuff, right? Is this sa- Would no, you say sapphire is blue? No. Well, it's ruby red. Yes. Yes. Okay, sapphire. All right, fair enough. <laughs> this, you you can tell I'm a mineral guy. I don't know. <laughs> the minerals. The minerals, Marie. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just thought it was exciting that they actually bring it up. Um, you know, I'm excited to hear it. I know that we might hear that there's rumors abound because there always are. But um, there are rumors abound about the. Uh, playstation state of play that's coming out i think in june which is going to premiere a lot of you know upcoming games and stuff like that and again it's just the everyone's hoping and guessing for either battlefront free uh, battlefront 3 and or uh jedi jedi fallen order 2 uh electric boogaloo that's right
1: now will it actually (laughs) be star wars battlefront 3 or are they gonna start numbering
0: it over again. Ooh, so you said this is going to be like, so I guess you know what? It, that makes sense. Star Wars
1: Battlefront. X360. The third.
0: <laughs>
1: the third time we're doing this. To battle, to front, right? <laughs> yeah, that's something like right. that. <laughs> yes.
0: Too little, too late, or something. <laughs> maybe. I mean, at this point in the game, like, do we, or, or would we actually be excited for a Battlefront 3? You know what I mean? I, I mean, I mean, I
1: think my answer is yes, honestly. Ultimately. I, yeah. I, if
0: they, look, if they can actually bring something to the story element again, like, that was a plus. I won't say it fixed it, you know, right off the bat, but it right. was certainly but, a plus from yeah, the first I mean,
1: one. Yeah, and you can complain that, like, Iden's story is it was not still, enough.
0: No, but, and even to the point where you had to get DLC to finish it, for goodness sake, you know. <laughs> well, for a while, like, for and a then while. they gave you... Well,
2: yeah, that DLC definitely... Also left on like, ooh, it's gonna lead into more stuff. Nope. And then, <laughs> and then it, it did. no. You know what it did lead
0: into? Uh, the Resistance Rise reborn. Your Re- Resistance reborn. The freaking yeah. novel that was way better than <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Yes. I still think about that novel and how excited it made. Yeah. Me.
1: Yeah. That novel was awesome, mm. and it was like Episode eight point five essentially. And oh, then yeah. we get what it was supposed to be building towards, and <sighs> somehow, <laughs> somehow, somehow. The rise of Skywalker is what we got.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. In uh, <clears throat> moving off of that into like more uh, personal Star Wars news, I wanted to actually broach you about this. So I've just finished reading personal Star Wars. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I just finished reading uh, Alphabet Squadron Two. Yes. Uh, which was sh- no shadows Shadowfall, mm-hmm. I believe. That's correct. And um, I, I mean, I, I figure we want to do some sort of review for it at one point. Yes. Now you. Are in the middle of it, or have you finished it? I can't remember.
1: Uh, I mean, I've done. I have done all and of Shadowfall. I did not. I have not started onto Victory's Price, which right. is the
0: third novel. Okay. Well, being that that has come out, uh, I mean, I think it's been over a month. But now mm-hmm. I. We also have the new Thrawn novel that just came out. Yes, great and so, good. Yes, I, I, I'm also, so now I'm in a, a, a balance. I need to write uh, this wrong. I need to know which <laughs> I should get first uh-huh. to kind of help us out. What do you recommend? Would you recommend finishing out the, the, the trilogy, or would you just go for our boy Thrawn?
1: Well, we are in the same situation. Because oh, so.
0: you're, you're balanced on it, too. Yeah,
1: because I, I mean, I physically own Victory victory's price so Mm -hmm. like i guess i'm gonna do that next
0: that would make sense i
1: it was funny i was driving past like on this past sunday Mm -hmm. which was mother's day i was picking up dinner
0: uh for 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 the mothers out there
1: yes for both my mother and the (laughs) the mother to my child that's true um and shout out (laughs) 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 rep those bombs. that's Y'all got moms. <laughs> Y'all got moms. I got moms. I'd like to just take support. this
2: opportunity to say that Greedo shot first is a pro mom podcast.
0: <laughs> we yes, we uh, we fully support uh, everyone in their uh, maternal instincts. Yes, uh, developing through this glorious day that was Mother's Day, two thousand twenty-one. Yes, but so it but it's not that anymore. Anyway, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: just we. I, I and actually I had Sully with me, so that, when we were doing this, Mother's and day. I was driving past a Barnes Noble, mm-hmm. and Noble, and it's like there's something I need to get there. What is it? And I mean, I just drove past. You, did, you, you probably I didn't just really like, have time to stop. But it but was it, probably a you though. Know? You were just like hey, it was something. bothering me. And then I think like either later that night or maybe it was like the following day. You were right. like, so what? What are we doing like book club wise? What's next?
0: Yeah. And I was like, it's Thrawn! <laughs> so yeah, I mean to that end, I feel like I feel like we could go about doing the Alphabet Squadron as a double review mm-hmm. since we didn't catch up with it in time. But it might be more proactive to go about doing the Thrawn one in chunks, being that we're gonna get both books this year. Yes. So I might just go for that then. Mm,
2: chunks of Thrawn.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, legitimately, I had a chance to download the next book, you know, the other day, but I was like, I was kind of, you know, I was off about it. I was like, I don't know, what should Which I to dive into next? Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll put it this way: I'm I'm definitely getting both, right. but I think I'm gonna get the Thrawn before I get Victory's Price,
1: and I think that's fair. I mean, yeah. I, not to do a mini review, but I think we both had the same <laughs> takeaway of Shadowfall that like
0: it was like slightly better than the first one, but it's not as good. <laughs> Now, I've heard that the victory's price is supposed to be the perfect conclusion. I've heard that, that as well. That it was,
1: that it got a lot of a lot of love, um, but I guess it would just be a, a question of. I, I think as much as anything, it's just the presentation still, yeah. like in the audiobook version. Well,
0: that that'll is, go into my review of it for right. sure. Uh,
1: and, and so, like the original Alphabet Squadron, I did mostly read. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read it on vacation. It was much different you kind were, of environment for me. You were
0: able to enjoy it and everything. Yes. So.
1: and so like I loved that. But then like the second one, I was like, I don't even think I'm following what's
0: happening right it, now. Legitimately, when I first started it, I was I was lost on some of the characters. I, yeah. I had forgot who Alphabet Squadron was. Yes, you know. And then they started bringing up certain character names. I was like, oh, that's right. You know, it's like there's Nath Tenzin and Will <laughs> Mark and <Yeah>. you know <laughs> and It's like, oh okay. Yeah. Like, and then. Oh, what's her name? The the chick with the faceplate.
1: Um, mm, Kairos.
0: Kairos, the cre- like the craziest, creepiest one. Uh, essentially, Kairos is uh, it she's just this slate of a person. Um, you don't know what species she is. She's a mummy. She's a mummy. Essentially, she's wrapped in and a bunch of leather. And she's named Kairos. And she's named Kairos. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. And she's got so this a little, like face a little shield bit on the nose. Exactly. But she's also incredibly like badass in these books. She
1: flies a U-wing.
0: Yeah, that, like, Sick. she actually redeems the Ewing a little bit. I still don't <laughs> think they belong in squadrons, but that's a whole other topic.
1: It's a topic for another day.
0: Well, that being said, uh, I think I will go for Thrawn, and uh, I'll report back. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just, like I said, I, I figured I'd bring that up. But I'll tell you what. Well, let's do one more fun thing before we go into our 2D review. Before here. not fun things. Oh, come <laughs> on. We have a lot of fun here. We but certainly I, do. So I've, I've, I've sent each of you uh, the link to this, but it's... a. Uh, a scre- another a lovely Screen Rant article, and I think this could be fun to go over and see what we think about it, but this is Star Wars, 10 Lego sets that haven't been done, in parentheses, so far. So far? So far.
1: Parenthetically. When was this? This like, was, was written in April of 2021. Yeah, so, so not we... too far off. I'm,
0: no. Yeah. By all, by all we know, that some of this stuff has been released <laughs> by now, so... <laughs>
1: I'm I'm starting into it and
0: all right. What what's my number? God! N- what is number ten, Darin? What have we got for number ten?
1: <laughs> number ten <laughs> is the Nabu throne room. Ooh, we get Sayo Bibble, baby. That's right. That's I right. guess I would
0: want like his minifig, but just think about how long the little pointy beard invasion. was. Invasion that can only mean one thing: invasion. You must contact me. That's God. right. Hundreds have died. We can't show it <laughs> due to budget constraints. And he, yeah, and he, <laughs> that's
1: right. <laughs> Because the technology of processing this in 1998, whenever we were trying to finalize it, would have just literally expl. It's like an NFT, but on like a galactic <laughs> I, scale.
0: I haven't, I haven't fully realized my uh, technological – It's like uh, Avatar. I, w- I, was, I was limited by the technology of my time. Said it's, James Cameron. Yes. And then he came out. I was unobtainium. I'm Still, never gonna get
1: unobtanium.
0: <laughs> but still. I think it's a it's a cool idea. It's it's but which Nobu throne room would we be going for? Would we be going for, like at the beginning of Phantom Menace, or are we talking about like whatever they capture the throne room
1: again? Well, th- the picture that they're using is mm-hmm. with of them uh, yeah catching it, which Newt I, Gunray. Yeah, catching. Did them, I say that
0: right? Newt Gunray.
1: Newt Gunray. Newt Gunray. I just didn't want to say Ronald Reagan. Newt Gingrich.
0: Basically. It's like, <laughs> A Viceroy, good Gingrich. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, it's a cool idea to say the least. But yeah. it's—I I don't think it's high up on anyone's list of like. Oh, now, that... Viceroy, we will negotiate <laughs> we a new, new treaty. <laughs> what
2: about a Lego set for the Senate, though? Oh, that's, well, number, that's nine. number nine. That's number nine. Yeah, I—I I thought they had a Palpatine figure. Well, he is the Senate. Oh, there, there yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very clever. Now, now uh, you get the bit.
0: Well even at that how like how big would you go with it? Like cuz this seems like something serious. I mean if Senator Griebleeps isn't in it then it's- <laughs> <laughs> Of course, one of, one of the all-time uh, senators, of yes. course. But I mean Legitimately, from what we know of the Senate, it, it's it's essentially made up of the same. Mo- if you want to make the model of a Senate like flotilla, if you will, I don't know what they would call that, like a, a little like barge, barge or something. <laughs> yeah. but, speaking, it, it, barge. speaking barge, speaking exactly. barge, exactly. I like that. Uh, podium, a flodium, a flo- <laughs> <laughs> Andrew probably almost spit out his drink. I'm sorry, buddy. A fl-
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, why don't you take the lead on that? Trademark. Fl-
0: <laughs> yeah. Fl- Yeah, I heard it here first. How many Flodiums models kits would you have to make to actually make a full-fledged setup? Because we're talking about, like, what, thousands of systems and stuff like that, presumably? Like, the scope has always been, like... And also, we can talk into this a little bit, but, like, it starts from the floor and just spirals up. And, like, how big does it spiral? Are we talking something like a stadium? Is it bigger than any kind of stadium you've ever seen? I think it would be, like... Just to make this, it would be
1: like the Hogwarts Castle ooh, which I saw something about for whatever reason it like showed up in like my Google shopping, of course it did, <laughs> and I have no idea why. Well, Here Emily's trying to give this. you some ideas for the birthday, buddy. <laughs> well, it was her birthday, and, and she you got screwed a- up. nope <laughs> 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 she-, <laughs> she got a gold ring for her birthday, ooh, so <laughs> you put a ring on a
2: filing <laughs> thats that's you. right. <laughs> Seven years later. Seven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you you earned this. <laughs> Thank you for you the can, sun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, but like, hold on. What about number eight? Now, number eight actually goes along the lines of the Hogwarts uh, castle, the yes. Jedi Temple.
2: Jedi Temple. That is completely doable. I imagine this like one of those... Uh, Oh god! What were they called? Micro micro machines like the super van city that like folded. You out? open
0: the van and it's a bunch of yeah, it's like yeah. A bunch of streets and stuff like that. What, what was it? The ah, like Polly Pocket had stuff like that. There was a there was a boy version well, of that. It was. Yeah. Um, Sam something or action action Jack or something yeah, yeah. action Jack. Let's go with that. Either way, but, but it was it's, yeah.
1: I was but, just gonna say this actually. I think this would be a perfect like they make like the Lego architecture sets.
0: Ooh, that would be very cool. Yeah, yes. you can get like a like you can get Big Ben if you want. This is something yeah. along those lines. I agree with that. That'd but be
2: like, cool. would you support them having like a child murder room in there?
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> well, that <laughs> that comes later. That comes later. Oh, okay. This is the early. We'll call this the High Republic. Yeah, it'll right be now. a okay. High Republic set. That's okay. why they're so tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you know, going into even more of this, the number seven here is Camino, which is exciting. Uh, now, are we talking just like building a, a, a globe? Or are we yeah, talking about like a floating city? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Well once it, I feel like this is kind of the con the the struggle with all of these sets, and I'm glad that they're all from like the prequels mm-hmm. essentially um the only movies that matter that's right uh, <laughs> but basically, I'm just envisioning it being like you know the kind of like toadstool thing that comes out of the water right, and like maybe if you micro machines it you could fold it out and it's like oh here's the uh, the sparring room and right. here's the education room a little training
2: room a little incubation room you got to have some of those like tunnels you know well, so i need i need tubes <laughs> i need tubes that you could like send well, a hamster through not, yeah that would nothing be
1: legit nothing says star wars marbles. more than a good tube
2: <laughs> as well, long as there's no handrails well, yeah,
1: yeah
0: yeah no handrails it's 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 rules yes. it's star wars rules um, whether you're walking sliding
2: <laughs> Skipping, skipping, <laughs> spinning. That's, that's a good, a good trick.
0: trick. Ah, oh, oh, we did it, <laughs> nailed it. But I mean, getting into uh, so, the, a, a good example for this is like the Death Star Lego set that's out right now. Mm. You can open that up and you can see the different rooms. It, it, that's sort of what you're talking about, right? Yes, that's what I figure. It's a good idea. And that way, I mean, also, it's the easiest production because you just have to super product one clone, right? And you yes. just manufacture thousands and thousands. You know, the first 10 million are ready to go with another thousand in something, something.
1: I like. don't think that's the line.
0: Either way, they speak it too. The first
1: 200,000 are ready to go with a million I mean, more right. well on the way.
0: Good God. Sorry. That was a lot of that. Well, uh, I mean, I think Camino is always interesting as it is, anyways. It's, it's the Jetsons city, so I'm always going to be about it. But, and
1: uh, the best part of Attack of
2: the Clones.
0: I'd say the Attack of the Clones is the best part of Attack of the Clones, but uh, agree or <laughs> well, disagree.
2: I like the part where the clones attack. Ooh. Which, 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 which leads us to leads our us next to number item. six.
0: <laughs> How would you pronounce this? Pa- it's Patronaki? The, it's this the
2: Petronaki is, Arena. Yeah, this is Big Bob Pataki's Arena. <laughs> <laughs> we Pat- spoke Patronaki's
0: about this. Patronaki's Padikas. All right.
2: Uh, so, I mean... When it comes to this,
0: I guess you would get you would get kind of Lego figures, kind of like you would get with like the Jurassic Park sets. Like they're the bigger figurines. Yes, So like would you be getting would a build Nexu. up
1: the yeah the Nexu the uh...
0: what, what else is there? the <laughs> Spider Guy yes
1: <laughs>
2: the
0: Spider Guy Ackley that's the ackley. ackley Ackley
1: and then I forget what like the Rhino Dude is the Rhino Dude obviously uh, yeah
0: right. hold on let's see if there's actually a name here. All I know is that you'll, you'll be able to get uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan, uh, Padme. With Bear Midriff. With Bear Midriff. Of course. Well, the Bear Midriff comes later because she has to get she has to get cut by it's a, the, well, it. Well, that's, it's, so that's so you, the you, action you,
2: figure. That's fair. you got to love Anakin with the Bear Midriff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of bear, uh, let's move on to number five here. Lars Homestead <laughs>
1: post, post <Yes>. roasting. <laughs> so yes, that's that's
0: another thing we should say that the, the image Yikes. that they decided to go for is Luke discovering his only family set ablaze. Yes, uh, and so that you'd have to wonder: is that going to come with skeletons, or are we going to get like amberu or is it going to be something like like you get with a carbonized figurine where you could put like Han Solo on one side, you flip it around and he's carbonated. You know, it's like you you put. Amp rue there and you flip her around, she's a skeleton. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I was just trying to think of what else you could even do with it. I I feel like it has been done. You know what I mean? Or do they do they give you like enough room so that you can actually put it in like in the earth?
1: Well, you know what I mean? And like I feel like I've definitely seen people, maybe not Lego proper, but you know, Lego masters out there. Enthusiasts, if you will. Yeah. Build like a life size Lars homestead.
0: Uh, above ground, large st- like homestead. Yes, I'm. I'm say, I was going to say With page the, one the of the uh,
2: page one of the instructions should be: go outside, <laughs> dig a hole, <laughs> yeah. build Legos in said hole. First of yes. all,
0: get some manual labor in.
2: <laughs> First of all, go outside. So I have a
1: <laughs> moving. Moving on to number four, I think.
2: No, no yeah, go
1: ahead. I, I have a very. Uh, this is great for an audio podcast, but <laughs> the picture that they use here. Is actually since we were talking about Star Wars Battlefront before, this oh, is from Star Wars Battlefront too. Oh yeah, <laughs> it no, sure it's, is. It's straight out of it, and I mean
0: the Yavin Temple. Yes, uh, we've seen we've seen in A New Hope. We've also seen in Rogue One. I, I also it,
1: saw it in what we're going to talk about eventually today.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Fun fact. That is. Oh, that's that's right. Because okay, save it. But all the same. <laughs> Uh, well, it, it's I think this is again akin to the Hogwarts Castle. It, it's something that's very simple to shape out. Yes, you because know, I think ultimately it's it's more of a pyramid than anything else. It is, you know, and I've talked about this before, but the um, uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron Rogue Leader, the second game, the GameCube game. There's an there's like a, a bonus mission you could play where you play as Darth Vader and you're attacking the temple on Yavin, so it's one of the rare instances where you actually get to see it from the sky, which is cool. And that's kind of where I've always taken my you know understanding of it from there. You basically have to attack all the transports as they escape from the temple, which is it's cool in its own way. Yes. Also, Darth Vader has the best ship in the whole game, so I won't say I, you know what. else what else are you gonna do? He's got those those heat-seeking cluster missiles, man. He can get six of you at once i take down a star destroyer with the Sith. <laughs> okay. Wow! Number three, Duncan. This is your favorite, I believe. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great pause. Yes, yes, yes it is.
2: All right. Now, this is
0: this is interesting that they even bring it up into this because I know that there are a lot of people who just don't like this section at all. But Canto Bite. Now, granted. It would be visually stunning. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a lot of like silver and gold. You yes, know, you I feel do. like it'd be very shiny. Something that Lego doesn't typically do. Yes. they do plastic shiny, but they don't do like mm, actual shiny. shiny. Actual shiny. It
1: also might not be a great like lesson for children. Mm. Like don't <laughs> don't park on the beach. Well, yes, don't park on the beach because then your your crimes will increase <laughs> manifest. <laughs> If you park on the wrong beach,
0: Joseph Gordon levitt will snitch you. That's snitch right. You out.
1: But also, just all of the, like, I'm feeling like this set would have to have all of, like, your, your table games, your cards, child Ooh. slavery. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, not, some, not great. Some fathiers. That's the plural of fathiers. <laughs> well, uh,
0: oh, oh, so, all right, keep going.
1: Just with, like, the, the subtle whip marks on them when you actually look up close to them. It's like, wait
0: a minute. I didn't whip this guy. (laughs) They've been living in in, indentured servitude. This isn't right. That's right. Oh, well, you know, but if they did do this, would it just be the gambling or would they actually include like, you know, DJ in the, you know, in the cells and stuff like that?
1: Well, and I think you would have the cells and you would just have like destructible environments. So as you're running your (laughs) Fathiers
2: through,
0: well, that's what Lego are, man. Like it's complete. And that's exactly what they're like. It's like, Hey, guess what? Just like the movie, you could destroy this too. Yeah. <laughs> like you could make Des- it go. Do fast. you hate this scene? So do I. Destroy the oligarchs. <laughs> oh God. Well, I mean, again, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably one of those people who, I'm not. I'm not going to say I defend it, but I, I like the visuals of Canto Bite. You know, oh, I agree. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it is one of those things where it's like in a movie that is otherwise. Just straightforward. It, it is just, a left turn.
1: It just affects the pacing of the film. I think that's the only like honestly, that's actually my only complaint about it. Is I know. that I feel like it upsets the pacing of the film.
2: Yep. Get and me back to this slow speed space chase. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yes. I yes. never thought I'd say that. <laughs> get me back to this get me Yeah. Oh. Okay. And it
0: also goes into more media now. We're talking about like uh well talking high republic like why you can't hyper jump in front of the ships and stuff like that i don't know i'm going off on a tangent but regardless <laughs> let's go to number two all right uh number two death star ruins this might actually be the first one that i'm like yeah okay yeah, <laughs> i'm in well yeah. because it was a great setting it like, was a great set. it was it was, and like there was so much potential for it but i just it didn't make any sense in the long run no <laughs> i don't know I don't know what to make of it, but it was really like how would they do it? This is again the situation of like, all right, Canto Bite, right? Yeah. You want to destroy it? Well, here's your regular Death Star. First of all, take it up to the second floor yeah. and drop, drop it, 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 it off the balcony. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. You, you have, the, you Death have, have the Death Star Ruins. Death Star Ruins. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Oh wait, don't forget uh, Ray and Kylo right here. Yes. Seems legit. So I think that's literally like they could just build a few walls and then give you Ray and her little like, you know, boat skimmer thing. Yes. And that's it. You know what I mean? I feel like that would be enough yeah. for it. You know, you could you could make this like a subtle kit. Like one that's like nine bucks or something like that. <laughs> and, I don't know. And that brings us
1: to number one, which <gasps> is <Exclusional>. also crucial.
2: From... <laughs> Wait, no. Exegal. Sorry. Yes. Excelsior. Excelsior. And this would be an extremely
1: simple set. Like this is one that I could do now with yes. with Sully because it would be a flat surface on the bottom. <laughs> it would be a flat surface on the top. And there would just be like maybe like a blue background, I guess, with yeah. lightning bolts. And that's it. That's it.
0: Yep. It's essentially just the, the, the pit of Tartarus. And
1: as we say that, how about we do some Clone Wars now?
0: All right. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> I, again, I think that they, it is interesting, to say the least, what their options were. <laughs> yeah. But I think the most popular things you'll get out of LEGO are probably the ships. You know what I mean? Just to kind of finish off on that. Always ships. Always ships. But as we say, we're going to... Uh, Gendy, I didn't want to say Gendy. It's not Gendy. Gendy Tartakovsky's two D Clone Wars, two thousand three, two V series. Andrew, yes.
1: Who directed it? Uh, well, <laughs> I think <laughs> Wait the actual a <laughs> series directed by Gendy Tartakovsky. Woo. Series writing credits belong to Brian Andrews, Derek Bachman, Paul Rudish, and Gendy Tartakovsky.
0: Ah, okay.
1: That's the part that I didn't want to mess up.
0: That's fair. Well, I'll tell you what. I know that um, when it comes to that stuff, the uh, the voice actors for this there were a few holdovers into the new like into the new stuff. But yes. Apparently, the actors that they did have for this, uh, some of them were from the video game era. So, it's like, if you go towards like uh, Attack of the Clones video games or even like Revenge of the Sith, uh, they had the same actor for Anakin do both of those. I remember. Okay. Because
1: the Matt Lucas,
0: not to be. Oh, (laughs) oh, you got me super excited. Not
1: to be confused with the other Matt Lucas. Dang it.
0: (laughs) I wanted to confuse it, but I guess not. No, I mean, well, all I mean is like, um, so James Arnold Taylor. Yes, he does Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, he's come back. Tom Kane was there for Yoda. Yoda. Which is always amazing. Um, Corey
1: Burton was Dooku in the 3D animation.
0: Anthony Daniels. (laughs) Yes. as always, because he'll do everything. Yes, um, but so to that end, I I I I think that unrelated
1: bat- to Star Wars video games. Sorry Ish. to cut you off. No, it's okay. But before we go on, the last like notable ho- holdover name Ooh. is Terrence T. C. Carson, hmm. who does Mace Windu.
0: <gasps> That's right, and he only has a few speaking lines anyway. So. Yes. Well, his big moment in this whole thing, he doesn't say a freaking word. Yes. Well, that that also just goes into what this is. So like going back to the beginning when I first brought this up, I was just saying as much that this was originally produced to be just commercials and they were going to be commercials that came out every week to kind of push, you know, new action figures coming out. Um, Eventually uh, George Lucas gave this over to Tartakovsky and said, here's my idea, but I don't want to write it. So have at it. So literally he had no information whatsoever behind it. And it was candid for a small bit of time, but even to that end, like, he didn't need any information. Like he didn't even need dialogue. What what, what little dialogue we did get wasn't anything like earth shattering. You know, it was more or less nope. just like sector clear. You know, get that guy. Like it was. <laughs> it was small snippets. But uh, to that end, I mean, let's let's start off with this first overall thoughts of volume one, uh, all around. I really liked it. It's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: Duncan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, A thousand times yes.
0: Well, uh, so two into this. Um, it, there are a few uh, like actual moving beats that are story wise that kind of continue on. There's the Anakin Obi wan story. Um, mm-hmm. There's, I would say that like Yoda and um, Pad may have their own little story, but it's I not. I mean, much. it carries
1: over like two episodes. Two episodes. Yeah. The
0: biggest one is probably Anakin doing yes. his own thing. But mm-hmm. I digress. I feel like we should talk about each little one as we go. Uh, bring up some favorites. You know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, would how would we like to start? We're gonna start from the beginning or do you want to just start off with someone's favorite?
1: Um I don't know. I guess let's start at the beginning. My my two comments on the first section are we get a nice little treat for hardcore Star Wars fans in that the planet in question, like well, they're leaving from Coruscant, but they're on their way to Munilinst. Yes. Which is certainly yeah. a fun planet. In fact, apparently Like, the main mune that Obi-Wan ends up talking to is San Hill.
0: Of the Sam Hill clan? Yes. I figured it was. Well, it's not the original Hill. That's his son or something, isn't it? Yes. I
2: think it's like... Yeah, the original one is Hank. Hank Hill.
0: (laughs) Hank. Hank's Hill. (laughs) There you
1: go. That's correct. Anyway. uh, (laughs) But yes, I think, like, in the Plagueis novel, for instance... uh, like Sand Hill is introduced as like the successor to the the hill heir. Well, know? Yeah,
0: because the, his father, at least in the book, uh, lost his head. Yes, and so it was kind of by default. Yes, if you will.
1: It's a rather large head to lose. Oh, it
0: is because it's Mutilus we're talking about, or muons rather. Yes, Munes are very. Uh, it's kind of like Kiody Mundi, uh, where he has a very tall cranium, um, but he doesn't have the the fun little top knot though. No. Um but yeah, but, that's I, I, I that was one of those things I kinda like if you know, it flew under the radar for me. But I, I I guess that would also mean that the live action mune that we would see in at Attack of the Clones would most likely be Sandhill as well. Yes. You know?
1: At least to some extent. To some extent. Uh agree with that. And then uh the only other thing from like kind of the first segment is I love Anakin's starfighter.
0: The the setup yeah and like the
1: the kind of like blue sunburst paint scheme
0: it's very it's very Anakin yes it's one of those things where going back into Lego sets I did see a lot of later on and I was like where is this from like I don't remember this at all Mm -hmm. but it made a lot more sense what you actually went back and watched it but this is also another fun fact I want to know where they had that like starfighter at or they had just made it now again I'm speaking to this like this is supposed to be proper canon still by that I mean so. This is fresh off of Attack of the Clones. And uh-huh. as far as we knew off of Attack of the Clones, the only Jedi Starfighters that were available were ones you had to use the hyperspace rings to travel yes. through hyperspace. Now, we have Anakin, who has these little like, boosters engines, on the front. Yeah. I guess that's what it is. It's I mean, like it's, retrofitted it, or something. Yeah. But. I, I, I enjoyed seeing his piloting skills yes. I know that they do a lot of good piloting in the you know the, the 3d Clone Wars right um but this was one of those moments where you really got to see him highlight just how crazy maneuverable he is as a Jedi and I think it also just speaks to the animation style too that, that you're able to be as snappy and as quick as you want mm-hmm. you know and like that's you I mean there, there's gonna be points where you're watching this and it's literally just Yoda or Kit Fisto like running through a a, a wall of battle droids just whipping their swords about and next thing you know they all blow up you know yes but that's kind of of the of the coolness factor of it I, I, I love the fact that they were able to just devastate these these lines of droids like it was nothing yes um
1: it it certainly gives a new appreciation to like what the jedi are capable (laughs) of
0: and that's kind of what made them very stylized well yeah and so even to that let's move on to some of the more notable ones so i the ones i want to bring up are kit fisto's short and mace windu's short But let's start with kit fisto's real quick now this was his time to shine no one knew him of him or what he was, all they knew is he smiled. He's the smiling. He's guy. He's the smiling guy. <laughs> and, and, and like, to-
1: apparently, that is even the thing about him. Like, he was just like oh a, a stunt very... performer. Yeah, yeah, like the guy who actually like wears the Kit Fisto costumes for episodes two and three. Oh, like, so... he was just a stunt performer in Australia. Just had dreadlocks,
2: and
3: <laughs> like
1: those are his George- real dreadlocks. Yeah. And- <laughs> George,
2: George Lucas was like, "I like your look." It's be a, what it is. You want, you want to be in pictures, kid? Yeah. Stick with just, me, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've heard a director say, "I like his look." Yeah. And I like,
1: like. I like their look. Yeah. And that's basically what he did. He just said, "I like him. He's going in." <laughs> and like, apparently, there was even like, you I guess, get a role and you yeah. get a role. Like, there was even thoughts of just like making that character either evolve into like either a Saj ventress Ooh. when there was talk of making her like a live action character or. Even Dooku, actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that would have been interesting because, I mean, I mean, step away from uh, Maul, that would have been like the first real introduction to a non-human like Sith slash Jedi, mm-hmm. really. Because, I mean, even at that, like we have different species of, you know, Jedi, but we've only ever seen human Sith at this point. So that would have been an interesting tack on to it, I think. Yes, I know? agree. And I, I'll call myth, I'll call Maul like humanoid you know, yes. he's Dathomirian, but all the same, you
2: know, he's still... Still
1: looks very human.
2: Just to exactly. clarify, we're not we're not calling Grievous Sith. Nope, he is machine. I, That's right. <sighs> okay. He was trained by the Sith. Yes. But uh, Obi-Wan was a, also trained Sith, by the though. same
0: person who trained him and yes. killed him or whatever. But all the same. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love the fact that they were able to just kind of highlight him and his, like, what his species can do. The Nautilin. So apparently he's also... Uh, a a nerd because he was the first Jedi to make the, I forget how he pronounces it. It's the bifurcating, like, uh, isoliza- isolation, chamber crystal, something, something to make a- his lightsaber, lightsaber work water-proof. underwater. <laughs> and essentially that goes, that goes into, Future Jedi, uh, you know, doing the same thing with theirs and yes. being able to use it underwater, and we get to see a kind of a remake of this in the 3D Clone Wars, which I very much enjoyed. Yeah. the uh, the, Cal- the the calamari uh, war, mm-hmm. you know, where we actually got to yeah. see uh, with... Akbar and everything. Yes,
1: exactly. With a a young Captain Akbar.
0: Yes, and mm-hmm. even at that, oh my God, uh, we had a the 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 uh, the resurgence of the Gungans. They came back and they were total badasses. Yes. Oh, God, I gotta love yes. that. Uh, but Gungan yeah. redemption. So, but I thought it was very cool to see him do it, and you you can't go wrong with seeing a, essentially an Aquaman with a lightsaber. Yes, you know, go at it underwater. So yeah, I'm all about that. No, I, I fully
1: agree. I I totally like you know had that all started and was just like, <laughs> this is cool.
0: <laughs> very much so. Well, even to that, so we talk about uh, Mace Windu. Uh, we'll go on to that next. Yes. Now his his whole story, I'll, I'm calling it story liberally, but his little short was exciting.
2: Yes, it was.
0: I mean, I don't think there was a single word said to the whole thing, right? No. Not even by a droid or anything? No, Roger, Roger? And so it's just, it's base window up against, uh, we'll call it like a battalion of uh, super super, uh, battle droids and regular B1s. And at one point during this bout, he loses his lightsaber and just starts using the force yeah. and his bare fists, mind yes. <laughs> you, to just annihilate these droids. Yes. And it was amazing.
1: Yeah, we definitely get a lot of that kind of shatter point yes. concept, which, yes. I mean, then also comes back at the very end of this story.
0: When we talk about, uh, oh, you talk about volume two or this one. Oh, no, uh, no, well,
1: no. Uh, yeah, volume two at yeah. the end of volume two.
0: But yeah, OK, well, I don't
1: want to spoil anything. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but uh, but basically, you know, he's he's just using the force to kind of find the weak points and, and just take out swarms of <laughs> battle droids. And they're mostly like the B2 battle droids, so it's not like he's taking it easy. Uh, but yeah, it's just it is a lot of fun, but. Like, my note is also, like, this is probably a big part of why they decided we can't actually make this (laughs) canon.
0: Oh, yeah, because there's no way he could do it ever again.
1: Yeah. And and even, like, the tech creep kind of. I mean, not only the force power creep, which is a legitimate issue with a lot of Star Wars (laughs) stuff, but, but like, the tech creep in terms of, like, the machine that the uh, – uh, it's like the droids are operating that like can yeah, pound like, the ground, like a hundred feet deep. It's
0: ridiculous. It's like a earthquake machine. essentially. Yeah. I don't know what else you would call it.
1: And it's like, well, if they actually had access to those, like this war probably would have gone.
0: Different. Oh no, Th- that's, that's a super weapon in itself. Like that, yes. that's a, uh, that's akin to something like, I guess that battle station, if you will. I don't yeah. know. Um, but how, yeah, that's I,
1: how you get uh, uh operation cinder based type events.
0: So, yeah, and that's – I mean, I don't know what their goal was with that. Like, Were they trying to take over the planet or were they trying to destroy it?
1: Maybe they just wanted to make a really big swimming
0: pool. (laughs) We need a place to put our stuff right here. (laughs) Just make a hole. Well, it's – no, you know what happened is they got the Lars Homestead Lego set and they were just looking at the first thing.
2: Dig a hole. Go outside, dig a hole. (laughs) Put yourself in
0: it. Done. (laughs) Uh, But this is also – it's fun because this is one of those moments where it's – you're seeing it through the eyes of, essentially, a farm boy. There's this kid who is more or less an allegory. He's wearing, for like, the, he's wearing the, Yeah, he's wearing stuff. the wormy hat. Exactly. <laughs> and there's a, he pulls out his binoculars and all this kind of stuff. And then he's watching this battle from afar. Huge explosion goes off. And you just see this, this little shadow come in and land right next to him. And there's Mace Windu just rubbing off all the dust and smoke and everything. And he looks down at this little kid and gives him a smirk. And the kid does, is not afraid of him. Offers him his water and it was a cool little moment, you know. And it's like, yeah, thanks, kid. I needed that. It was the it was the mean joke green. I was, was gonna mean say was 100% <laughs> mean kid, Joe. catch! and he throws the lightsaber at us. <laughs> Ignited. Oh, oh god. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But, yeah. Said
2: my my only two real notes uh from like I loved all of volume one. My only two real notes was Mace Windu earned the uh bad MFR wallet. <laughs> Also, uh, jousting.
0: Yes. Oh, so let's talk. jousting. That's one
1: that we have to talk yep. about.
0: This is going back to uh, so Munalist, I believe. Because yes. this is on that. So, the, the core behind so they're capturing Munalist. This is also Obi Wan's story mm-hmm. and everything else, too. So. We also
1: learn about arc troopers.
0: Yes, this is the first introduction of arc troopers, so you can yes. see why they're superior to regular shock troopers and such like that. But I mean, yeah, that was also they were just starting to define that there were other sections of clone troopers, other you know, color palettes and whatnot. Um, but it was still amazing. Like, again, this is all those visual cues. Like who would imagine a jousting match in star Wars? Like star Wars is supposed to be this science, science fiction fantasy land in, in general. But like, <laughs> I hate to say this, the closest thing we've gotten to jousting are those freaking uh, beasts from Canto bite. You know what I mean? Like, cause they just kind of ruined, ruined everything, yeah. but they weren't really like jousting anything. That was as close as we, I guess we also they had were- space horses, but I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I digress
0: I digress now all I'm getting at is I thought it was a cool visual this is also where we get to see the visual of Obi-Wan in his clone it's the trooper. first time
1: we see him wear the armor including wow. a helmet even. yeah I forgot that he yeah. like he,
0: he fully suited up he's like I'm one of you boys yeah. let's
1: go and that's and that's just what I'm getting at is that obviously just like a the a lot of this stuff just bleeds into the mm. way that they actually present the characters in the clone you know, wars the, the in, clone in wars. the clone
2: wars yes yeah, so.
0: and like so To that end, like Obi Wan is a snarky, but like stern teacher. Yes, you know, and to the point where like he has a little, a fun little jab at the end. You know, he's like, "I've made quite a mess, haven't I?" You know, (laughs) and then later on, he's like telling Anakin, "Don't go. It's a a trap," and stuff like that. Yeah, but he's just being himself. Anakin's
1: being Anakin,
0: and Obi's being Obi, but all the
2: same. Uh, uh, but yeah,
1: I mean, a like Dirge is an awesome character.
0: Hmm,
2: let's oh, go to Durge. Yes. <laughs> so, note number three, Dirge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, even to that, so we've I think this is probably the second time we've mentioned Durge on the show recently, yeah. So, we you brought it up a few weeks back. We yes, talked about apparently he's in the, the War of the Bounty Hunters. Yes, that, that's gonna be an amazing run. I have yet to even get my first copy of it, but yes, uh, so he's making his. Uh, awesome reemergence in that series, but this is the first time we ever get to see him. And essentially he's nothing but like a he, he looks
1: he's a like tentacle monster in like, like medieval G- armor. Well, so yeah, so
0: to, to that end, I remember seeing that first and thinking, is this Grievous? Like, was this like the first iteration mm-hmm. of Grievous? Yeah. And I was I was I was pleasantly surprised that no, like Grievous didn't come till later. I because I hadn't watched this thing in so long that I forgot what I forgot Dirge was his own thing. So, yes, he is a armor clad tentacle monster and they try everything they can to kill this guy. And it's like to the point where like Obi-Wan gets swallowed by the thing. (laughs) This is also you get to see the clone troopers apparently have uh, wristlets, much like Mandalorians do. Yes. And he uses one of his uh, cable ties on Durge's helmet and just electrifies him. But he's able to send it back to him. Cause Durge to explode. And that's where Obi Wan gets this oh, I've made quite a mess, haven't I? His little his little lilting uh jape, if you will. Yes. Um, but God, I don't know. I I'll be interested to see what they do with him in a more uh you know solid setting, I guess I would yeah. call that. But even at that, the um the dirge character uh oh man, I forget what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. The Dirge character is uh, just I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I'll come back to it. Dirge is
1: cool. Dirge is cool, bro. <laughs> I'm
0: cool with that. All right, so let's move, let's move on. We uh, what do you want to talk a little bit about uh Yoda and Padme's little thing? Uh just
1: I think kinda... we can and we should. Uh just I mean, like their particular interaction isn't all that no, crazy. But... No,
0: it's it's more just like uh Yoda uses his mind tricks to let Padme join in on the fun. Yes. That's literally what she does. She just goes, Aw. And then he's like, Okay, Come if you will, you know yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, essentially, call you if I will, you know, call you if you need help. Yes. I will.
1: And apparently, uh, Captain Panaka is uh,
0: a very weak-willed. That's not Panaka, isn't it? That's the eye patch guy. I mean, well, a yes, you're right. It's like, I'm sorry. W- it security. Chief, something. Yeah, we can we can get into it, but yeah,
1: Panaka wanted too much money.
0: That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and George Lucas is like, episode, you are not that important. Episode two: The Quest for More Money. <laughs> oh, jeez. But. Uh, yeah, so th- I mean, it was a funnel, but also like, there's a point where Padme is like, "I need to find out where these robots are out in the out in the in the wastes." <laughs> yes. and so, so she's she like, "See, three PO, three PO, come over there. here." <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> oh my! Like literally just bait, live yes. bait. Come on,
1: poor three PO. No wonder he has such a complex.
0: So why were they on the planet in the first place, Andrew?
1: Well, they're there because Luminara Unduli <gasps> and Barriss Offee, yeah. both of whom have separately honestly i mean yes like they are master and apprentice of but course. separately they have important stories like luminara's story is actually more like tied rebels, to rebels which yes. is
0: that i had forgotten about that until i like researched this a little bit mm-hmm. wow is that dark yes same thing goes for barris for that matter well and they, then barris is
1: it's clone wars but obviously yeah we don't want to ruin that yes. situation but if it's, you haven't seen clone wars season five
0: no, it's no, yeah, it is yeah, five. It's five. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say no. There's six seasons. That's it's lost episodes. Yes, yes. Though that is, um, it's it's amazing to see where they've ended up. You know, yes. after the fact, but it's still very cool to see them do their thing. Like, essentially, they're on Ilum, uh, and they're she's getting her crystal. and She's completing the the lightsaber. It was a very cool visual. Yes. Um, but there's a point where they get trapped, and I love the fact that Barris is still trying to hold everything up, and Luminara is just meditating, and yes. so she's like, "That's what I'll do too." And it's it's a very cool little visual. It's a very good master and apprentice. It's a very appropriate thing you want to see from the Jedi. Yes. Complete opposite of what you see from Anakin and Obi-Wan. Where Anakin's being told to do something and he's like, ah, hyperspace. And he just gets out of there. Yes. <laughs> so
1: Exactly. Um, but I mean it's always cool to see Ilum and Oh yeah. And like, I mean, I there is a bit of a headcanon thing, I would say, where it's like, you know, obviously, and we even talked about this, I think, in our last episode, just talking about the process of finding crystals. Yes. um, And what that's all about. And certainly when they arrive, it's kind of this very ornate, it looks like a temple. Essentially.
0: (laughs) And there's the the gems are just to your right and left. Like you don't have to search for them. Go pick one out. Well, I mean, so to that end, like Which one, pick your whichever,
2: color. whichever one calls T. So
0: that's just it, like w- w- in the Clone Wars series, like it, in, in, even in Fallen Order, you've you've played Fallen Order, so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, here. Like, Judy falling over. <laughs> you have to go and find your freaking crystal. It's the same thing in the you know the three D Clone Wars. Where it's like they take the five younglings there, and they all have their own little journeys, and it's cute, you know, because it's like Noddy. You and the earn your th- and- yeah. Uh, the Wookiee. The Jerk. <laughs> the Jerk. Oh, God. No, it's great. Well, there's also an Ithorian that wears a scarf around its long neck. That's adorable. But four still. throats. Four, four throats. Yeah, it's cold, man. It's, it's got four throats cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God. Sorry, I guess that's another Volume 2 reference. Either I'm getting way, ahead of myself. We're getting there. But ahead. anyway, um, but it, like, to me, there's this headcanon of like, okay, this is why the temple is like that now, Ooh. because these robots that were sent there by Dooku... Just kind of wreck the wreck place. Wreck the place, to, like
0: we wreck the sacred
1: temple. Yes.
0: And all this kind of stuff we should rebuild, or whatever. Yes.
1: yes. But uh, I think the only other one that I really want to get to mm-hmm. is the final vignette. Well, I mean, do we want to talk about, like, Anakin and Asajj?
0: A little bit. Okay. I, I think it's appropriate. We-, we should say that Asajj is introduced for the first time in this series. Yes. Uh, and, and like she, her backstories, it's different in this. It's di- I'm of the Sith. Yes. Well, not even that. So I was actually uh, just to listen to something. I went back and listened to the Dooku uh, book uh, and th- she was talking about her past and it was actually fun to listen to this after watching this and she talked about being found in the arena mm-hmm. so there are little snippets that, are, that kind of that kind of hold pull into that yeah. yeah but it's definitely not the same thing right but i just wanted to bring that up because yeah because
1: she was basically you know she was like essentially like a gift from mother talzin exactly yeah uh, it's
0: just like and then in this one she's just like i am fifth. let me in yeah and he's like no yeah and oh and he could fly too Yes, Dooku can actually fly. That's true. There's a little, there's a point where Dooku just puts his hands out slightly and just hovers down to the floor. Yeah, but it's great. No, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked her introduction. I liked what she was able to do to the Gladiator Pit. That's always a cool aspect. Yes. Um, and her and Anakin's fight was it was pretty primal. It's, yeah, it's to awesome. Put a, put a reference I, from earlier in the show back. Yes, there.
1: and it is. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's a lot of bits in this that are just like how like how did this get like a TV Y7 rating? Like, Basically.
0: It is. Well, there's like, the point where she's stalking uh, Skywalker and like the, the clone troopers and all the clones are just disappearing left and yeah, right, yeah. dying, you know, yeah, Like in super... gruesome fashion. And, and at one point, <laughs> after 11 people have died, Anakin goes, something's wrong here. Like, <laughs> I was like, you yeah. didn't notice that before? Yeah. Like, come on. But I don't know. I always thought that was a great thing. It's like, Something's wrong here. Like, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Your whole battalion. You, you know, don't your say.
1: And, and it should have been a like, and it was a very like star Trekian thing that literally he doesn't have R2 with him. Uh, and he actually has a red droid called R4. That's
0: right. Which doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> red shirt. Red shirt. Yeah. Droid. Ready to die.
1: <laughs> And then his starfighter is destroyed. But but yeah, just like the visuals. So again, this is supposed to be like at the Yavin Temple,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and just like the way that they're kind of illuminated by their blue and red lightsabers, respectively. Very cool. And then they arrive at the top of the temple, and there's this red moon, or I guess it's the red planet the of red Yavin. Land. Yes. Because um, they're on a moon. <laughs> but, but That's no moon. <laughs> That's Yavin. Excuse me. And then, like Anakin loses his lightsaber, so he has to pick up one of hers. One of hers, and, and he has this red lightsaber, and he's just bathed in just evil malice, essentially, mm-hmm. when he makes his final attack on her.
0: That yell, though that that again goes that goes into what I was saying. Primal, yes. You know, it was he was literally letting it out from the. It was one of those things where I feel like he's trying his best to be so stoic. Yes. that He could finally let himself Ooh. go loose. Yeah. A much better yell than no. By far. I will agree with that by far. Um, and then let's finish out with uh, the finish, the, the end. Uh, See, Grievous. what it,
1: I have dubbed the death of Shaggy
0: of Shiragi. <laughs> I, there, so there is an official Star Wars name for that character. It's like yeah, Shiragi it's, or something like it's that. Yeah,
1: it's S H A apostrophe A G I. Yeah, Shaggy
0: or Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But essentially, there is a there is a character in this that so. Let's let, let's 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 paint the picture here. There is a downed uh, clone trooper star destroyer, yes, and it's surrounded by a battalion uh, battle droids. Venerator, it's being, yes, it's been a venerator, and it's being fired upon by thousands of battle droids, and all there's all but a handful of Jedi left. And at one point, we just see a hand, bump and they're like, and you just hear this weird, creepy, digitized voice saying, "Come out and spare your lives, blah blah blah. blah. We're gonna kill you." And they're We're like, "We're gonna get into that, yeah." But it was just, essentially, they were just saying, like, this is a machine. This is more machine than man. Like, this is something we've never dealt with before. And the way that he stalks them was very terrifying. Yes. And to the point where Master Shaggy, uh, like, legitimately. He is only a Padawan. He is only a Padawan. He gets too scared and just is like, I can't take it anymore. And he starts running for it. And and (laughs) it just gets completely (laughs) squished. And then then gets
2: stomped. Stomped. Love so it.
1: here we're talking of course about Grievous, which interestingly in, in this volume mm. he that's actually John Dimaggio what yeah <laughs> so Bender and like you know, his famous armed ass I guess. yeah f- famous from from many a mm. like Matt Gronig production
0: that's awesome yes that's really awesome <laughs> yeah
1: they do actually like he's like the one person that's recast in volume two. Mm. Um and then obviously, you know, they go in a totally different direction for Towards subsequent things. Yeah. yeah. So. With uh with Matthew Wood taking over the role. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, was, still. it was funny. I was like looking on IMDb and I forget exactly what it was. Like I think it was like the Clone Wars page or something and and like the picture for Matthew Wood is actually just a picture of grievance. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Um but he uh this reminds me of something because certainly, like, this the first volume came out before Revenge of the Sith very much so. And, like, when you actually think about it, it's like, oh wow, they are like revealing one of the big bads for Revenge of the Sith.
0: It was a cool aspect of yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh my god, like, this is gonna be a legitimate threat, yes, hell but, yeah. And then the first time you see him, <coughs> he's coughing yeah. up a storm,
1: and we'll get into that next week, I date. Yeah, but,
0: but, uh, any other. Uh, right. Final notes or anything on that?
1: Well, and the, well, and I guess just to continue telling that story. Sorry, sorry. So originally, the idea was, and like he was under contract, Gary Oldman <gasps> was going to be the voice of Grievous in the movies. In the movies, uh-huh. and I think that's why they go with this kind of prim and proper sort of version of the character. Now, I mean, obviously, the you know, there's other things that come up that yeah. affect the you know Grievous's voice.
0: Well, even to that end, I, I could see where they're going for, because if you look at any other droids, they usually have a very proper uh, UK yeah. voice. It's a Coruscant accent, I guess you could say. Yeah. But essentially, yeah, very prim and proper. And I could see them going for that with this. But if we, I mean, if you want to dive into Grievous' personal history, you could say, oh, he's actually an alien inside of a case and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, now we're just talking, you know, logistics or whatever. Yeah,
1: no doubt. But I just I found that interesting that they... Like, kind of the the through line, and it, it reminded me of that fact that mm. was, like, this was going to be a thing. But then, I don't know if it was just, like, Oldman wasn't satisfied with the project or, like, I don't know, probably something along those lines. <laughs>
0: he wasn't able to do fancy makeup, and thus he was, he was out. Yeah, exactly. Was like, well, if that. I can't
1: be the <laughs> grievous, then I'm not going to be in the film.
0: <laughs> so. You're not going to film me. What's the point? Said, well, point All right.
1: um yeah, anyway, so <laughs> that's cool though, just just a reason why they changed tax a little bit, and then they were just like, Hey, assistant sound director guy,
0: do you want to do the voice, <laughs> and he just went in there and was able to do it crazy, <laughs> yeah. God, that's awesome, well, uh that was a, like I said, I think that was pretty succinct. I was excited to watch this again with you guys and definitely go over it, and i 'm excited to watch Volume two and come back and do it uh I, I'm, I'm I'm guessing next week would most likely be the the consensus for
1: it. That would probably make the most sense.
0: Most well, sense. after
2: we do our Light of the Jedi review. Next week. Oh, next week. Of
0: course. All right. Yeah. Well, before we do all that, uh, it is that time of the show, gang, where we have to uh, do a quiz. <gasps> quiz. A quiz. Quiz time. <laughs> Ooh. Andrew. Yes. It is your turn this week. Oh, my. And I almost had a good one for you, but it was too visual. So I decided against it. <laughs> well, it was, for it was an audio podcast. Yes, that, that's kind of why I was like, it's a great one, but it, it wouldn't make much sense. It was, D- can you guess these lesser known species from Star Wars? Oh. <laughs> Which I feel like you would be good at. But I picked just as good. We know whether you'd be a Sith or Jedi based on how you make a sandwich. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Choose wisely. First,
2: everybody. It all comes down to the mayo.
0: <laughs> choose your bread. French bread, white bread, Italian bread, or whole wheat? Uh, French bread. French bread. Ooh, fancy. Choose your cheese. That's fun to say. Cheddar, Swiss, Parmesan, or fresh mozzarella? Fresh mozzarella. That is good. It's fun. Like, the fresh mozzarella has, like, it actually, they put garnish on it. Oh. So I appreciate that. that. Yes. <laughs> Definitely that. Uh, pick a protein. We got ham, roast beef, tuna, or peanut butter.
1: Could you repeat those, please?
0: Ham, roast beef, tuna, or peanut butter.
1: I mean, am I supposed to be making a cohesive sandwich out of this?
0: This is this is depending because, on whether you're the light side or the dark side. Because, like,
1: I probably wouldn't put fresh mozzarella on any of those.
0: On ham, roast beef, tuna, and or peanut, peanut butter? butter. Yeah, but it's peanut butter. <laughs> <I> <laughs> if you had to pick one,
1: my answer would be roast beef.
0: Hell yeah! How about this? Pick something to spread on. Now, here we go. Mayo honey mustard, pesto, or jelly. Mmm. All now, right. If you're making a fresh mozzarella roast beef sandwich.
2: Wait, so you're telling me that... On French bread. Eventually, there, I mean, there is an option to go with... You, you can't not choose a cheese. Essentially,
0: yeah. So you, you have to have a cheese on a PB&J. <laughs> it's a PBC&J
2: at that point. Dark side. <laughs> 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 That's how
1: you get the dark side. So, no, anyways, uh, what
2: uh, what's going, going on? This
1: so building on the sandwich that I'm already building, which already <laughs> sounds gross. Well, all right, I'm gonna put pesto on that. Oh, that seems like the only thing to salvage those ingredients.
0: Well, finally, if you want to salvage it even more, would you like your sandwich toasted? Yes or nope? Ah, uh, yes, yes, always yes. My man, you're a Jedi. That's right. You fight the, all that's good in this universe, including good sandwiches, of course. That's right. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I, I know that we, we don't do two quizzes, but I kind of want to see what the result would be. <laughs> yeah. To make the most <laughs> egregious sandwich ever. Oh, yes. So we're going to go with whole wheat. Whole wheat. Whole wheat uh, with Swiss uh, peanut butter. No, 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 no. Not peanut butter. Tuna. And then jelly. jelly. (laughs) And then we're not going to toast. No, don't toast. (laughs) (laughs) He comes up as Sith. You're you're uncompromising in your taste, and you're not always drawn to things that everyone else likes. You're definitely a Sith. (laughs) So we Uh, cracked the code. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. We knew how to make it work, but... I'll tell you what, if you guys have any other fun quizzes or anything like that, if you want to get at us, you can always get at us, uh, you can check us, you can get at us, if you will, at us, at Greedo Shot First Podcast on Instagram. You can send us a at. An at, at Greedo Shot First Podcast all one word, on Instagram, or you can check us out on Twitter, at Greedo. and if you want to check out any past uh, episodes uh, and keep up with uh, what's going on and all the fun little inside jokes that we have, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or on Reggie's House Podcast.com. that's our website uh, if you happen to go on apple podcast please leave a rate and review it does help the show and as well if you have any questions comments concerns quiz ideas lego ideas or just want to drop us a line and say we're doing good uh hit us up at greedoshotfirstpod first pod at gmail.com that's all one word greedoshotfirstpod at gmail.com and with all that being said guys i just want to say i had a great time brian did you have a good time
2: i had an awesome time shout out to the moms shout out to the moms Andrew, did you have a good time it's a boring conversation anyway i bet it was